Hi, I'm Cheryl and Fenn. Hello, this is Christabel. Hello, this is Michael Horse. I'm Amy Shields. I'm Mark Frost. Hi, I'm Kimmy Robertson. Hey, Ben, this is David Duchovny. We have a beautiful, beautiful book. Twin Peaks Unwrap the Book. You can get it at bluerosemag.com. Supplies are limited. Uh, get this bad boy while it's hot. Want to say we're under the 300 mark for these books. Yes. And then yes. once they're gone, they are gone. Our thinking would be that the book would be gone by the end of the year. I mean, I don't even know if it's going to last that long. But the idea was that, hey, this is the 30th anniversary. Like, wouldn't it be cool just to have a book that could be available to really diehard Twin Peaks fans? Thank you for your interest and for your enthusiasm and, and keeping Twin Peaks alive. So Brian has just watched the episode on who killed Laura Palmer. And now we're going to go and discuss the episode here. <laughs> Wow, that, uh, like, as you can hear, that's the ending credit music uh, that was just playing of that last episode. And I I think I was holding my breath literally for that last 10 minutes of the entire episode. Oh, yeah. I still, I'm still, I I'm still like, do it. 25 years later, I've probably seen it 100 times. I'm, yeah. Yeah, I, like... Okay, so the last two weeks, everybody heard me whisper, and I was wrong. I thought it was Ben Horn. Which, uh, the episode led you to believe that? Yes, they led you to believe it was Ben Horn the entire time. Um, now, and well, actually, for me, it led me to believe that it was Ben Horn the last two to three episodes. I can see they definitely were, yeah, they were definitely leading you in that direction. And it wasn't beating you over the head with it. It was very like, okay, Ben Horn came off as, he, okay, why would he want Cooper gone? Because mm-hmm. Cooper's looking for the killer. And if he was the killer, he would want him gone. So that would make me believe, okay, Ben Horn, the, he, there's something up. Right. And then that that plan fell through. But then I was like, okay. I was trying to think back to the beginning of the series. What better way to um, pull the heat off of him is if, okay, something with Laura happened. She died, maybe by accident. Maybe he killed her. But um, he had the whole sawmill thing going on. Yeah. So if they're looking for a killer... No one's focused on him and the sawmill and all that stuff. So that can all happen under the radar while everybody's more worried about a killer. Right. So it was kind of like perfect timing for him. So I was like putting this all in my head saying, this, it's got to be Ben Horn. Yeah. Yeah. And then he, and then here, here's an interesting thing. Now that I know it's not him, um, but still the whole owl thing, I was like, is that a metaphor? He looks like an owl. <laughs> His glasses are huge. He's got small eyes. Yeah. And then when the lighting in this episode hit the lighting and everything, he looks evil. They, they give him big um, eyebrows. We are recording. Okay. Yeah. That's good. I didn't see him too. Yeah, I could see that. I could totally see he kind of looks like an owl. Yeah, so I right. was thinking, okay, he looks like an owl. The Lodge. Um, yeah, the one, one eye jacks, one eye jack, or even the Great Northern, the Great Northern, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's all these things that I'm like, 
I'm putting together, but it's almost to the point where maybe I'm putting together things that don't really exist at this point because you want to know who the killer is. Yeah. But they're definitely they were leading you in that direction. Yeah. Though. Secret. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They were doing that. I was floored. I mean, <laughs> I'm I so really... excited. You didn't find out. You didn't figure. I I was sure with all the the internet, you'd see these images. My favorite thing. I, I wanted you to talk a lot in this episode, but my favorite thing is so Father's Day. You you you, you post on Twitter a, a picture of Leland, <laughs> Leland Palmer <laughs> smiling. He's actually looking at the mirror, smiling, and it's like Happy Father's Day. And I think the image comes from Welcome to Twin Peaks. But I was like cracking out la- laughing that Cause... you posted that because like he's definitely not Father of the Year. <laughs> no, but now I know. But the whole time, I'm thinking, why would it be the dad? But it's really not the dad. It's really he's possessed by Bob. Well, it's interpretation. I mean, we're going to – this is definitely going to be something that in the, in the next few episodes we're going to continue talking about. We might even talk about it for a while. I mean, it might be the whole series. Yeah. You might look back on it and wonder this Because stuff. the one-armed man says he's – possessed mm-hmm. he's a he's a, a, a conduit to the spirit and he's looking for this his his buddy who's going to kill again right and i really feel that leland um throughout the series he's very mournful and mourning his daughter's death so i kind of feel like his that's really him but then i don't know what causes it all of a sudden bob takes over yeah and that explains why um, Leland seen Bob when he was younger. Yeah, this is something that's been lurking in their family or something. Something, yeah, yeah. So he he's seen it. So when he was looking in the mirror, does he see Bob? But it seems like that's kind of indication that Bob's taking over. So I feel like Leland killed physically killed Laura, but Bob was spiritually inside of him because Bob shows up. You know, like. I don't know. Would it be? I mean, I, I, do you feel that she saw Bob or Leland killing I, her? I know it's, it's it's under. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to know. I mean, you, yeah, you wonder. I mean, she does see things. She has seen Bob. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The funny thing, I mean, I'm rewatching this, and I mean, I've seen it before many times before. But it's interesting to see that, like, so we see Bob at times, you know, harming her, Maddie, and then other times we see Leland punching her too. So it's kind mm-hmm. of it's kind of funny in a way to see like. If, if if we're flashing to Leland, why isn't he? I mean, there's times where he's crying, he's saying he's my Laura and stuff like that. But other yeah. times he is punching her. So it's a maybe that's just a transition of between Leland coming out briefly, maybe. but then Bob taking over. Yeah, and those punches were brutal. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, this is stuff you don't usually see on TV. It's pretty. I mean, this is 1990. It's it's a uh, pretty violent. Yeah, and you know, also I think when someone gets killed. Knife, gun, blunt object, mm. and she, he was just like <laughs> destroying her uh, with his fist, and then like oddly make like kissing her. Mm. So it was sort of like maybe this like maybe that was the Leland side. Like I miss my daughter, but then Bob is just taking. Over. But, it, but they would show kissing, Bob in slow motion, yeah. like kind of kiss. That's not the way you kiss your daughter. No, or, or no, your, or your niece for or that anybody, matter, or anybody, anybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like. Yeah, that there was a lot going on there. It was so disturbing. So, I mean, I think there's a couple things that happen. It seems like where you start saying, "What the heck is going on?" First, yeah. Sarah Palmer. Well, first you hear this, you see this record where it's at the end of the record, and then you're seeing uh, Sarah Palmer crawling down the stairs. What, what were you thinking when you're seeing this? Well, okay, so we start the scene with them in the morning or in the afternoon, and it's 
uh, It's Wonderful World's playing. Yeah. And I'm assuming it might be the same record, but sort of It's a Wonderful World for them has ended again. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of feel like it's like a metaphor. Like, the, the records come to an end. It's skipping. Nobody's turned it off. Yeah, and I couldn't figure out why Laura's mom was crawling down the stairs but she was like transfixed like she wasn't it seemed like she was in a daze or why would she would know why would she be crawling and is the spirit going from her to leland like why was she crawling yeah almost you know i almost thought what if she was almost crawling like why would she crawl so i'm thinking is the spirit that was in Mike in her? But that would mean she'd have like one. She wouldn't have an arm. I don't know. I yeah. I just I don't mean, get there, it. I don't. Yeah, get that. there'll be uh, some time where they might explain it better and stuff. Was well, she trying to stop? Maybe it's Maybe. quite possibly. I mean, it's interesting that she's crying out for Leland. Like, does she know something's wrong with Leland, or is she kind of like, I'm not well, and I'm calling out for help from you? I I feel like she knows something. Like, I feel like she gets in this. Like a, I don't know. Like she's she's like in some weird zone. Like she could physically walk in real life. So why was she crawling? Or right. Maybe Leland hurt her. Maybe Leland punched her in the stomach real hard, <laughs> and she's trying to crawl to stop yeah. him. Right. And he just walks nonchalantly downstairs and starts getting ready to kill again. But she knows something's up, and. She she passes out. I, that's what I would have to yeah. guess. I mean, I definitely I definitely agree. I feel like she's trying to stop him. Mm. I don't know if she got punched in the gut or whatever, but I mean, I yeah, think I, happened, part of me though. feels like she could be trying to stop him. Like she knows something's not yeah. right, possibly. But yeah. yeah, and um, the horse. What does the horse mean? We're gonna find that so out I, later. No, I don't think we will really. So I mean, I mean, there's definitely people that have different interpretation of it. I always mm. took it to mean the pale horse as being the symbolism for death. And that's what okay. I and, and to me that's what I thought it was. I I forgot if it's in the Bible or the pale the pale rider or pale horse, and that's what I, that's what I took it to mean. Is, is oh, okay? Is I that. didn't know that. I mean, yeah. but but I don't think there's any clear answer to that. Um, what was yeah. I gonna say? You know, I thought it was funny that like so uh, Leland and Maddie and Sarah are on the couch and she's saying she's gonna go home and it's like oh you're not that far away and say I'll get. Uh, Gally up or galley. She says basically like a horse will giddy. I'm not giddy up, but like I'll gallop back to you or something like that. But it's to me that's like, you know, when you say gallop, I think of horse and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know if it was intentional or not. Yeah, it's not really a connection, maybe. It's just a coincidence, maybe. Yeah, a coincidence, but yeah. But yeah. Oh, no, what were you going to say? All I was going to say is, do you want to start like our regular show now or do you want to talk more before we do? Do you want to start going through Uh, the episode? Yeah, let's go through the episode because. Um, yeah, I have a lot to say about this episode. I mean, we can skip. I mean, I, so this is definitely in our conventional, I mean, our, our typical show. I mean, this is really talking about about who killed Laura Palmer. Yeah. There's things but, about this episode I do want to talk about. But um, I like a – I think I really like David Lynch episodes when he directs oh, them. Oh, yeah, Be, yeah. But the best. Can you t- – I mean – after not seeing him direct, when was the last one he directed? Was that the season, uh, the big the episode 
uh, one of season two. So it was. It, I think it was. The, it was the second episode of the second season. Okay. So he did. He did the 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 first episode of the second season, and then he went and did another one. And I don't think he's done anything since that. So we're. What, so what is this? This is episode fourteen. Yeah. So yeah. he did episode eight and nine. So it's been. It's been a while. It's been a while because I definitely can tell the difference when he directs. Oh yeah. And I, I like it. And this episode had so much going on, and it was so. Not the normal Twin Peaks episode. Yeah, eerie and, Eer- and moody. And- he like painted the picture perfectly, but I like the shots because every like the first shot is with them all drinking coffee, and then the next shot you have them on the couch, but everything does look like a painting because you have a pause right now. We're looking at the episode. Then, the, the, yeah, the very opening of that the, yeah. looks like a photograph to me or yeah. a painting. Uh, uh, you can just paint that or. Put it on a wall, and it could just be five guys drinking coffee, right. and you could call that art. And then when they do the Lel- when Leland's with Maddie and the mom, and it's so far out, and you yeah. see everything in the uh, the foreground, right? And you see Laura Palmer picture prominently, right? And you see them laid out, and it it looks not conventional. That's not right. you wouldn't see a shot normally like that. Right. Yeah, that's around that scene too. I like how like you have this record player there, and sometimes it's almost like you can't see everything going yeah, on between yeah. Sarah, Leland, and Maddie. It's kind of nice in a way. I mean, they're talking. It's kind of like you're just you're an outsider, kind of looking in and yeah. watching what they're doing. But it is kind of funny. Like you typically, it's like I typical television. Okay, we'll do a close up now. We'll have a medium shot of of the three of them. Yeah. They're far away, and there's other things. And it's one way. long shot. It goes oh, yeah. from the fireplace all the way past the record player. And then he starts to move in. But I don't believe, I don't remember there being any really tight shots on them at all. I can't recall. And it's like these long shots. But yeah. they're so, uh, it b- builds the mood. Because when a short, when a tight shot hits, it's for a reason. Yep. And there's a lot of like these nice wide shots yeah and it's really cool you know it's interesting you bring that up i mean lynch is definitely not afraid to get really tight and close up and it's funny yeah. that you know you talk about that scene and we talk about like it, it's a wonderful what is it it's, it's a, a, be- one, it's it's a be- wonderful uh long. no it's not wonderful it's a beautiful world it's or a beautiful like world yeah so you have that nice music and you mm-hmm. have them far away and then when we get to this whole killing of maddie you're in these really close-up shots yeah, i mean yeah, like yeah. you're so close that you don't see everybody's head i mean you you got bob on on Maddie yeah, and it's like claustrophobic. It, yeah, so it's kind of funny to go from the extreme of the, this this family seems all right. They're 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 gonna make it. You know, yeah, they're yeah, gonna make yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, Maddie's gonna Leland's basically saying it's gonna be okay. You go home and Sarah and I'll be okay. <laughs> and then you go to these extreme, really close up of, of killing Maddie and stuff. Yeah, there. yeah, and I like yeah. It it it's like yeah. Those those close up scenes really matter. Like, they really, like, get you right. so close, you're in the action. Yeah. It's almost like you're comfortable. You're In the wide shots, you're yeah, comfortable. you're so it's like, comfortable. Ah, everything's okay. And then it's, like, it's intense because of this horrible, horrific murder, and they decided we're going we're gonna to really, like, put it in your face. Yep. Like, you can't – I mean, I don't think it would be as bad if it was a wide shot and, like, you're seeing this murder, but to be right in there yeah, seeing yeah. it is – Yeah, I totally agree. It is. It's the comfort. It's the comfort of these wide shots, and you feel okay with it. And mm-hmm. then, yeah. So he's – like this episode is just I don't know extremely well directed and um, very weird and I love it. Yeah. But to me, I know I I've seen things online. I know that after this episode starts to go a little bit down. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think we've got another two episodes. Of, I think. 
de- that's really mm. I mean you know are pretty good and then we yeah we kind of it kind of falls apart for a while and I think it gets better towards the end and like I think we already t- talked about it maybe it wasn't off air that that Lynch will come back for the end the and, final. and that yeah, and you know, you were saying about how much you love Lynch. Think about this: season three will be all directed I by. I mean, like it's possible it could be eighteen episodes. I know they have basically nine, and it, depending how they edit it, it could it could go up to maybe eighteen episodes. But to think all of them will be directed yeah. by David yeah. Lynch—that that's exciting. Yeah, and, that yeah. is exciting because I rather see like eighteen episodes by him. Yeah, you know, in uh, the way he does things, everything's so long mm. and drawn out. And sometimes and it's very interesting to do it that way. That could make the shows even longer. You know what right. I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Editing, he might be like, no, just keep it. I want that long shot of a car for 20 minutes. Right. And, you know, so he has total control of it. Yeah. And, like, ABC telling him. Right. What to do with Showtime, I'm sure. And he loves happy freedom. accidents. So, like, yeah. you know, he, he will have this stuff that is scripted, and then all of a sudden he thinks of something else, and he's like, oh, i got to add that in, or I've decided... Uh, last night I decided to, to write a new piece of the script. And so, you know, you think about the movie Firewalk With Me, which, you know, he, he had at least 90 minutes of footage that was not part of the movie, wow. which they call the, the missing pieces and stuff like that. So to think it's that, another you know, movie. It's another movie. The movie was already, oh, I think, over two and two hours and a half, two and a half hours. Oh so you're God. thinking, you know, four hours or whatever. Yeah. Whatever. So, yeah, so I'm sure he can do that. What do you think? What do you, should we go into our regular show now and go into it? Or, or are you still pumped to just talk yeah, about it? Um, well, I had one more thing. Um, my Lord, if I can... I think it'll come to me as we talk. I have more to say. But yeah, a lot to talk about. Like, yeah, we'll go through this episode. I think I got it out of my system. But um, oh, there was some correlation I was going to make. But I'm, I'm good. I'll remember. It. I'll why remember as we go. You know, why don't we, t- why don't we, why don't we uh, take a pause? We'll play our theme song, and then it'll be just like our regular show. <laughs> <laughs> you, you up for that? I know. What, what are we into now? We've already gone almost a half hour. Or we've gone a half hour. But, yeah. Uh, maybe uh, not. Or less than. Yeah, a little less than. All right, let's. You want to pause it for a second? Yep. And I'll see you. And you'll see me. And I'll see you in the branches that blow. And Welcome to this week's edition of Twin Peaks Unwrapped. I'm your host, Brian Kazoska, and beside me is... Ben Durant. Yes, and um, as you heard our intro to this episode, I finally seen the killer. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm shocked that you did not know. I I mean, like you've, I know for the past two weeks, you've been uh, like whispering who, the, who, who it was. Yeah. And, and, and I just thought like, okay, you must know. Like the internet told you. No. Or you just put, put, put it together. You remember seeing stuff that happened and just, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. It's fun that you I know, don't know. I know. So everybody, like you just heard me talk about what, you know, everything. I don't need to repeat myself because it's the same episode. Everybody right, just, we're still, I know. So why don't we just get into it? So here. we're so, going to get into the episode now. Uh, this well, is the episode port. Yeah. Episode port. So we are on episode fourteen. Yeah, it is written by Mark Frost, and I bet you that I bet David Lynch had some writing to do with it. If some of the language feels very David Lynch, yeah, but yeah. it's written by Mark Frost, directed by David Lynch. It aired November tenth, nineteen ninety. The rating was ten point four. The place fifty one. So, so it I went st- 
Huh? I mean, so the ratings are better because it was at seventy. Was it seventy-two or seventy-five? So, but the thing you, is, was they, it promoted? Like it we're was promoted, gonna... and they they basically said it was going to happen, but maybe oh. people didn't believe, or I don't know. I still would love to have seen it be like number five for the week. Yeah. Or, you know, it plays fifty-one for the week. So, so eh. they promoted this episode like this is it. This is it. But yep. people have already been yanked around by this. Right. They probably thought, okay, at the end of the first season, they said it was <laughs> it. They said the beginning of the first season, it was it. Yeah. We're, yeah. yeah. Yep. So, enough people, but still to go from seventy one to pop to that—that's pretty good. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely better. But yeah, that's definitely that's a great, um, like jump in the ratings. Yeah. So the show starts off with uh, Hawk and uh, Gordon Cole and Cooper and the one hour man Mike there and Andy and Truman all having coffee in the sheriff's station. Yes, it's such an awesome scene. I yeah. I like this scene a lot. And it's a great like I said before with David Lynch directing, it, it that is a great just picture. Yeah. Of just all the guys, you know, right. you know, and it's like he's directing, so he's like, "Oh, I don't. I just, just leave the camera yeah, here yeah, like yeah. this." And I, there's <laughs> no tights at all. Like, there's no tights, and it's so like it's refreshing. The, yeah, it's so nice. So you get to see everybody's reaction. Uh, also, to me, it almost felt like you know David Lynch. His character says goodbye, mm. and it's almost like, "Well, I'll see you guys later." Yeah, because I'm off to go do something else in real life, <laughs> and I only bring that up because. Um, Mark Frost and David Lynch put a comedy show on ABC. On the air. On the air. And you can watch all seven episodes on YouTube. I'm going to have to do that. I, I think, I think I mean, I saw, I think they only aired two, maybe three. Yeah, and the rest are unseen. So I saw that when they were on TV. I got to see the first two. And then they put it out on VHS. And I think I've watched them all on VHS. VHS. But I don't think they ever put it on DVD. And I no. can't remember who it was, but somebody on Twitter. It probably was actually... Uh, it was probably yeah. I, I'm trying to think now. Who it was probably Brad Dukes. I think maybe yep. it was Brad Dukes that I had a conversation with that basically said you could get it on Laserdisc. But Laserdisc is not. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's hard to get my to. hands on that. But they're on YouTube, and yeah. I definitely have to watch them. And maybe if we later on in the future, if we're reaching for shows, we could possibly talk about that. Yeah. So because you know, like, was that being done between this episode and the season finale? Is that hmm. why they stepped away from the show? I, I I have to look up what the history. Movie? I feel like yeah. I can't remember if the series had actually. I don't even know if the series had finished, or I I don't know where it fit in, to be honest. But an interesting thing is Dick, you know, Dick's the actor who plays yeah, Buchanan yep. is stars in it, and the guy who plays Albert, you know, Rosenfield, he he he's in it as well. So there's several Twin Peaks people actors who are in the. It's in a the comedy. Show. It's a sketch it's a comedy. comedy? Hmm. Or I heard it was like they're in a studio trying to put a show together or yeah. something. It feels more like – I'm trying to think. More like Arrested – not Arrested Dope, but in a, sense, in a sense there's no laugh track. I mean uh, it's very kind of like you, you got to figure out what you think is funny. funny. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, back to the episode. Um, we – they're in the lodge in the – the, the, yeah, the Great man, Northern. The Great Northern. And now they're bringing p- – Andy and everybody, they're bringing people to him, and he's saying no. So is right. he looking at people to look for this conduit? Is that like yeah? Is that what's going on? There? I think that's what's going on. He, I mean, he, he can sense if that would be Bob. Like he, yeah. Okay. And and there's a weird 
ball convention happening at the same time where people yeah, in sailor suits are bouncing I, yeah, balls? Right, is it the Navy? I don't know what it is. But yeah, there's there's always strange conventions going on at the at the hotel. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess. But I, here's what throws me off. It is Ben Horn who walks in and then he freaks out. Here's just another clue. And I was biting my tongue. It's Ben Horn. See, no, I was right. But why? Why does this happen? Do we get an explanation later on? Um, so I don't think we do. So, I mean, there could be a couple interpretations. I mean, one could be that Lean hangs out with him enough that there was like an aura of him. Or maybe we just don't see Leland. I almost thought at the end of the scene I saw him when I was watching it with you. But maybe I, we, we'll have to watch very carefully at the end of the scene yeah. if Leland's there. But I, that, I was either thinking Leland is there and we don't see him or – because Leland hangs out with him enough, there was like an aura of sense of him that he's close enough to. But all right, I'm not going to get in two episodes. I'm not going to find out it was Ben Horn, am I? <laughs> you figured it out. No, <laughs> no, no. This is they're, they're not going to trick us. They basically tricked us with Ben, but they're yeah. So see, this whole time I'm thinking in my head, I'm right, I'm right. It's Ben uh... Horn, but but okay. For me, that doesn't make any sense. But we don't see Leland, and maybe you're right. Leland does work there. He's his lawyer. Well, he yeah. works there indirectly, but um so yeah, I guess that part is just a red herring. Now, I was also shocked by seeing Harold Smith hanging. At one point you said he could have been the killer too. You yeah. thought yeah. Yeah, but this obviously he was devastated by the girls um messing up his life and he decided suicide was the way out. Um uh, which is pretty sad that he did this, and he also dis- destroyed the, the diary. Yeah. I mean, he destroyed it a little bit. It wasn't like a total destruction. Like, he didn't light it on fire. Um, But he tore it up, and he destroyed his place. But why do we find out why? I know he has a note, but we find out anything else about him? Or is this it? Now, this is it. This for is pretty Harold. much it. I mean, we might have a little bit, tiny bit more in the next episode, but it pretty much is it. Or maybe two in the next two episodes. Do you think he killed himself, or someone killed him? <clears throat> that's that's right. That's an, uh, it's un, we're unsure. I mean, it's it's hard to tell. I I remember it being fifteen years old, thinking that it was supernatural and that he was killed. But there's not. I don't. Ha, I don't like, have any. Could proof. Bob kill have killed him? Possibly. So here, I'm glad you brought that up. In the script, in the script, oh. yes. So we go to the unseen <laughs> Twin Peaks. This is not canon, but in the script, Mike Cooper brings Mike, the one-armed man, into uh, Harold Smith's place, oh. and Cooper says to him, it "Has Bob been here?" And uh, Mike actually shakes his head, no. And uh, let's see if I can. Uh, do I? It's not that important. But I was going to read to you exactly what has he says. Has Bob been here? Say, so, so, yeah. So it says. Um, Bob is not visited here is what Mike says. And then the question mark is, well, why would Cooper wonder that himself? Did he think, did he think, um, did he think Bob killed Harold? Did Mm. he think that, um, Harold could have been a host or some kind of supernatural? I mean, the script doesn't seem to say why Cooper would have thought that, but maybe he's just on that, that track of mind right now that, that, uh, that would make sense. uh, That Bob is somewhere. But it was interesting to see in the script because, yeah, it was interesting to see because I've always thought that. I felt it was very supernatural. Yeah. There's something odd about this character, and I felt he could he should have been connected to the big mystery. 
And at least the, the writers, Mark Frost, thought that as well at some point, and then they mm. decided to take it out, or David Lynch decided it wasn't Yeah, important. he was a red herring, you know, yeah. like everything else. Um, I have I, some background about him, if yeah, you, you sure, want to sure. give me a couple minutes. Yeah. So, um, Har- Harley Payton is kind of the guy who created Harold Smith, and it's actually based on a real person, and let's see if I get my notes together. So, the real person's name is Arthur Crew Inman. And Wikipedia says it was says he was an unsuccessful American poet whose whose 17 million word diary extended from 1919 to 1963 is one of the longest English English language diaries on record. Wow. And uh, and uh, yeah. Um, what else do I have to say? So he, he uh, this care this this real guy Arthur Crew Inman. Uh, was became increasingly he he was from Boston and he became increasingly obsessed with his health. He started um, he kind of started living in the dark and not going out. He soundproofed his apartment. Uh, he um, yeah he actually owned several apartments next. He was rich. He was very rich. So he oh started owning God. several apartments next door next to him so that uh, he wouldn't hear any noise. So there would be space. And then um, Harley Payton. This is way back in December of 1995. Peyton actually posted on alt.tv.twinpeaks internet news group. <laughs> but he posted stuff like this where he says the, this a, this actor, right? I mean, uh, this real person, Arthur Crew Inman, actually would go through – he would put things in the newspaper ads and, and hire t- what they called talkers to tell him stories of their lives. And he, w- he would wove these histories into his own diary. So he would have his own diary and he wanted to hear other people's life. And actually – in one of the one of the episodes in the script version, there's actually two diaries. I think when Donna first sees the diary mm-hmm. in the movie, I mean in the TV show, she just sees that one diary. But in the script, there's actually two diaries, and it looks like Harold is actually taking ideas from Laura's diary and putting in his own diary. Uh, this is in the script, so I yeah. thought that was kind of fascinating. That's um, pretty cool. I, don't, I think, and it, this this real person, uh, he also had committed suicide. Okay. But I think that's enough about that. But I still find it fascinating yeah. that there was a real person. And actually, the um, how how uh, Peyton found out about this was that uh, in 1985, Harvard University Press uh, made two volumes of his diaries available for the oh, public. Oh wow, and stuff, so. that's yeah. pretty interesting. Wow. So that's yeah, cool. so this is a, yeah, so this is this scene is uh, we 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 see that Harold has committed suicide, and he's destroyed his life work, all his plants and everything, right. and. Yeah. I mean, I think he said in the last it was the last episode that he felt filthy and dirty, and he yeah. just felt like he was violated. And, yep. and yeah. like So I guess the only way out for him was that because he wasn't going to leave the house or anything. Yeah. And they find a letter on him. Uh, and the letter, I mean, it was I'm a, a lonely soul. I'm a lonely soul. So I mean, that's really much about Harry. Doesn't really know much about Harry other than the uh, the. Uh, and there it is, Miss uh, Missouri Montana pitcher, <laughs> and that comes back into play at the uh, near the end of this episode. Somebody gets their face smashed into yep. it. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Connecting it, right? the beginning to the end, yep. sort of. Sort of. And that's an interesting shot. Now this this shot just became more interesting to me. Right. It starts off on that picture. It, it, right. It's kind of like this is the this is what's about to come. Come. Yeah. And now we're gonna go full circle, and we have this nice. Uh, you want to play some of it? I mean, it's just—it's mostly just music, but. And it's almost—you get the history of them. Yeah, I never thought about that, but you're right. You get yeah. the history of the family and. 
then you have uh, Leland and Sarah on the couch, and Maddie's getting her coffee. And yeah. And Sarah. And Laura's pitcher is right there. Two pitchers in there. What a happy family! They're all just hanging out on the couch. I, I, I don't. You know, I could could research and tell you what day it is. I don't know, but it feels like a Sunday. You know yes. what I mean? It feels yeah. like a laid-back Sunday, lazy Sunday. I really enjoyed my And it's framed up. That looks like a, like you could pause that and you oh, can yeah. frame it, and it's a really. I really feel like it's time. Nice. It's just pushing in. I mean, it's yeah. pushing in slowly, but for the most part, yeah, it's just kind of not too much motion. To Missoula, I've got my job. Where's my Missoula? Apartment. Montana. Is that <laughs> it? <laughs> right, Missoula. Why Missoula? Miss having a life of my own. Do you so, almost feel that he killed her I think I'll because he didn't want her to go to Missoula? He wanted her to stay? Yeah, I mean, is I can see it? that. Is that why? I can see that, that like, he's kind of like, yeah. Got, yeah, like, it came out because if she leaves, he loses Laura again. Right. So Bob came out and, like, you, you'd rather die. I'd rather kill you. Or maybe he gets joy out of almost killing, killing her again too. Yeah. But I, I mean, yeah, it's all. Who knows? I mean, now I I feel that th I just want I just believe that she saw Bob kill her, and Laura. I would have to imagine saw Bob. Do other people see Bob, or do they see Leland? I guess that's the mystery I want to know, but I I don't. You're, I don't feel. I that's think we a, might revisit it. I mean, I think it will be revisited, and that's something yeah. that we can definitely discuss. I know. I, I think I'll bring this up now, but you know, you mentioned about visions, and you know, Maddie had a had a, a vision of the carpet. Yes, with <laughs> Bob. That, yeah, yeah. Well, the or, blood. Oh, just the blood and stuff. Like that. Does that make more sense of what we see now in this episode? In a way, so like, you. Was she envisioning her own death? Yeah, I, mean, I don't think she really she was, but I think that could have been her own blood on the carpet. I mean, that's where she goes to die. I mean, and well, also the uh, the mom, the mom is Sarah Palmer. Sarah, the mom sees sees Bob behind the bed. Now, oh, I think yeah, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, and she freaks out, and they're in uh, one of the episodes. She's running down the banister. Yeah. So. Do you think originally she saw Bob in the bedroom and she's running away from him? She hurt herself. She's crawling down and it's actually just Leland casually walking. But she sees Bob. I mean, why? I don't do you, know. I don't know? believe that she sees Bob all the time. I don't. I don't know. But she doesn't I, I think know that Bob is Leland. So she sees Bob in her dreams, maybe. Right, the vision or whatever the it vision. is. Right, and that seems. That seems like that was the first time when she was. When yeah, that first time when she was in, I, I'm trying to remember. Was she on the couch when she? Oh, I guess she. No, I think or she. Would she? Would she look in the bedroom and saw? I yeah, he was no. hiding. So I'm maybe she's, the European she's never seen Bob before me up until Laura's death. Right. Okay. I believe so. But Leland has when he at the at the lake house. Well, yeah, when he was a kid at his grandparents' house. So this this entity has been haunting him, and who knows how many he's killed. Yeah. Right. And what happened to the girl that was in the coma? We uh, kind of stopped with that subplot. Right. Yeah. She's, she might. R Renette. Renette. She, she might come back. She's going to come back. Maybe. Okay. All right. <laughs> she has to come back. Like, that, I mean, they're, they're so funny how, like, sometimes they have these characters and it'll be long stretches. Like, like Mike. Mike, Mike comes shows back. up. Yes. So, but I mean, yeah. It just, sometimes it's just strange how the, the, there's no need for them right now, so they don't bring them back. Yeah. Um. So 
the other subplot with Shelly and um, Bobby. Bobby and Leo. Right. The he starts saying new shoes, new shoes, new shoes. Like like, <laughs> um, yeah, new shoes, new shoes. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean. I know when you watch this and it's like, okay, it's just a typical Twin Peaks episode. We have these plots and like, I don't, I think if they didn't say, you know, this episode, you know, we're going to find out who killed Laura Palmer. You would just think this is an average episode. Yeah. Like it's just a normal, like, okay. And, think- um, no, this, this scene is pretty cool because now you start seeing this dynamic between Shelly and, um, and, and Bobby and Bobby, Bobby and how all of a sudden they went from lovey dovey to who cares to, She's like pissed. Like we're screwed. We have right. no money. You're you're just not doing it. You're not providing. And all of a sudden, he's kind of backing out a little bit, going, "Well, I I need to go home." He mentioned school. <laughs> we haven't seen any of them go to school in like forever. None Anybody. of them go to school. And all of a sudden, he's worried about school. Well, I I should be in uh, class right now. And my mom says I can't be sleeping out Mike's house every night. Like. Seriously, yeah, like right. now, but he, you can tell it's because he's trying to think of a way to get out of the situation yep. that he put himself in. And it, this was his brain. I mean, this was his great idea. It's like, oh, we're going to make so much money by keeping a yeah. Leo here and stuff. And they got like $40 or $42 out of the, a month. A month, yeah. yeah. And and now you have uh, you have Leo saying, new shoes. New shoes. New shoes. <laughs> and it's like, I, oh, he burped. You know, <laughs> he burped. You know, it's not, you know. Oh, man, too funny. Yeah, and I was thinking about, like, burping. How does he go to the bathroom? Well, she does say that she does have to wash him, too. So maybe yeah. he's wearing uh, Depends or something. So it's like a coma, but not really. He's just, like, he's not right. really in a deep coma. He's like... Because if he was in a real deep coma, they would have him in the hospital because he would have to void. You just void himself. Yeah. So he's like in this state of non-animation. This, right. Like, obviously, he can swallow because they put food down his Aww. mouth and right. it dribbles out. And he's saying new shoes. Right. So. Well, I mean, I think his brain isn't. I mean, he, he's not a vegetable, but he definitely seems like yeah. he's not completely there. Yeah. So, yeah. And then the next scene is we have uh, uh, Audrey talking with her father. See, this part, I'm watching, I'm biting my lip. I'm like, I know, it's him. She's it's like, all coming together. You find out he had sex with Laura Palmer? Yes. That was another bombshell. Right, that and was huge. When he's like, I didn't know she was there. And then she's like, did you have sex with her? And it, that, that was excruciating long pause before he could answer so yes. you knew he was lying or he was uncomfortable I, yeah I, I was almost thinking is he gonna lie mm, and he didn't he and didn't. I, and i was pretty um i was pretty blown away by it yeah it's it's it, he's he's so good at lying and for once he I finally feels like okay truth. i just have to come clean and and this is why i'm like he had you know okay so if he had sex with laura and he knew Laura was working there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, okay. This is where my brain's going. So, Laura leaves James off his bike that fa- that night, runs down a hill, and joins up with Jacques, uh, Leo, not Bobby, Leo, right? Who's, who's, Is it Leo, Jacques, Renault? Leo, Jacques, Renault, and... 
and, and, and okay, now we find her dad? That doesn't make any sense. I know, because you don't have all the pieces. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to say anything yet because I, I yeah. There's, there's two more t- episodes they are going to tell me more? Yeah, maybe future episodes they'll tell you more or other I, places they'll tell you more. But, I mean, so would it tell me that? I, mean, I think I think I feel like I can say to you that everything did not happen in one place. How's that? Because I feel like you've been stuck on thinking that everything mm. took place in one episode. I mean, one place. In that train car or that train? Right, train car. So, yeah. I mean, I'll give you this much. Leo and Jacques did not hang out at the train car. Because I think you've okay. been, I even think you've been thinking all along that all oh, everybody's hanging out together. Yeah, I don't that's think what that, I'm thinking. So they had fun with her separately. Yeah. And then she went off with someone else. Right. And then... Which I think... Which we, we'll find out how the killing happened. Is that what we're going to find out later on? Or, maybe. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think there'll be some dialogue about that, but yeah. Okay. All right. Um, what was it? So I feel like this is a good time since we're really still talking about Ben. So the script has Ben as the killer. Everywhere that Leland is, is Ben. So the whole... So this whole script basically, to, to, so that so it wasn't leaked. The whole thing is like so when when Maddie Maddie's coming down the stairs, it's Ben that is in the Palmer house and stuff. So really? yeah, really? so okay. I mean, and I think there's even some other dialogue where where um, Cooper says, "I know it's I know it's Ben," and you know. We're gonna. I'm hoping, Audrey, that you don't have to go to trial, and I'm gonna try to protect you. But you know, mm. basically, your father did it and stuff. So there's definitely there's there's basically they're covering their tracks and, and basically making sure that if this script ever went out, they would know it was, it was they ben, would, it was Ben, but it wasn't. Right, but <laughs> I, I guess since we're already talking about uh, uh, the actor who plays Ben, yeah, actually did film. Do uh, this whole all the scenes with uh killing Maddie and stuff like that. Oh my god, so we have interesting. Is that on the Blu-ray? I've never seen it, so it's never been. I would, I it's kind it's sickening. The whole thing is sickening, but I would still be intrigued to see how this actor so portrayed it. So that's not in the deleted scenes at all. I've never seen it in the twenty-five years. Wow. I don't know. If, I don't know if they feel comfortable even wanting to share that. But I mean, I would be very intrigued his interpretation of that. So, so you know we. Yeah, I think uh, well, why we're why we're putting it all all the cards out. Okay. <laughs> so we, I'm gonna I'm gonna set you. Up. I mean, I guess we're getting ahead, but but we're yeah, talking yeah, about it. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. Shelley Lee, who who plays Laura Palmer, Maddie, um, Ray Wise, who plays her dad, and uh, the actor who plays uh, Ben Horn, uh, Richard. Uh, I just lost his last name. Uh, ben, 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 I'm gonna I'm just gonna you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. Ben. Uh, go into David Lynch's office. David Lynch. So, oh yeah, this is the day of shooting. This is the actual day that they're gonna film Who Killed Laura Palmer. He sits down, you know, actor Leland, Laura, or Maddie, and the guy who Ben. And they and there's no furniture, so they all sit on the floor. <laughs> and he says, uh, "Leland, it was always you. You're you killed you killed Laura Palmer." And uh, and uh, Maddie, you're gonna die today, and stuff like that. And wow. so, I mean, I don't know if they had, they didn't know until that moment. I, See, I've heard rumors. Supposedly, only that one person, that the guy who plays Leland, I've heard rumors that he knew all along. I think he was really worried that it could be him. I think he was really concerned. He was concerned because he was afraid that like maybe he wouldn't be on the show anymore. And you know, I think he had young chi- a child or children at the time, and I think that like it's really disturbing to think. 
you know, that yeah, you're, you're, uh, the father would actually, you know, kill his own like, daughter. And like, it's actually more, I mean, I don't know if you can, if you saw in the script, but they was talking about, um, there's talk, there's definitely seems to be indication of incest going on and stuff. I mean, that's clear through even Bob kissing and all that. There's, there's incest. And, yeah, molest, she, in the diary, the molestation. But I really feel, okay, no, that's a clue because in the diary, Cooper says... Um, about the molestation and all this stuff, and then she she's gonna expose the world to Ben Horn. Yeah, I mean, again, they're trying to th- that, they're that, throwing that, us off. But that could be the black eye Jack, right? But one eye Jack, one eye Jack, I black eye, <laughs> black eye, one that one, one eye Jack. Jack. That could be the one eye Jack. Um, whole scenario. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think. I mean, he's yeah. definitely. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely shady things that he's been involved with, and I mean, the fact that they had sex and that he was, you know, he, yeah, he's definitely got himself into a lot of stuff. Yeah. So, huh. so they shot this whole murder scene in one day, and that was probably between uh, twelve to fifteen hours. Mm-hmm. And so you have Shelley Lee who plays Maddie. She filmed it first with Ben, the actor who plays Ben, and then she had to film it. I don't know if Bob was second. Let's say Bob was second, and they also had to do it with Leland. So you're you're doing, you know, we were just talking about you have this wide shot, you have to do all this filming of the wide shot, and then you do the close ups. And so you have the whole day, and it was it was very. I mean, it, it's exhausting for everybody. It was very exhausting for Shelley Lee, yeah, who yeah. like had to go through this, and you're always fe- or worried that like somebody's gonna get hurt. I, mean, I don't think anybody did get hurt, but it's still draining. And yep. and she actually talks about in uh, one of the wrapped in plastic plastic issues about how the next day she was you know in bed and she couldn't had trouble even getting up like it was so like wow yeah emotionally yeah it was it was very intense and i think everybody i think you know uh richard uh, beamer who plays ben i think he felt like did we have to show all this stuff like it was so intense like Mm. i i think he i don't think he nobody enjoyed doing it i mean i don't think any of these actors really enjoyed doing it it was a really draining intense scene to to do and i feel like ben horn and leland palmer always look like they're related to me in the show with suits maybe or i don't know yeah the way they they look they kind of look like they could be related um but my other clue that obviously was wrong but I was like, he looked bad. Horn, it looks like an owl. He's the wa- he's <laughs> it the looks owl. Like an owl. That's so funny. So they say. I mean, you mentioned the owls. Uh, the log lady says the owls are in the roadhouse. Does yeah. that? What does that mean to you? Well, when she says the owls are in the ro- roadhouse, and then we go, we go, we go to the scene. Was the roadhouse where the music was happening? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's why they go to the roadhouse. I think the owls could be a metaphor of kind of pushing Cooper in the right direction into a direction, to because then he they communicated with him. Mm-hmm. I don't think the owls are. I th- I feel like the owls are metaphoric. Like I don't feel there's literal. There's like you see an owl now and again. It's kind of like the B-roll shot and a transition shot, right? But do you ever like? I feel like the owls. We did are get the, the owl. Spirits. We got. Bingo! I think that yeah, that's yeah. What, that's it. Right? I think, I think, I think the think owls so. are the the spirits of yeah. Uh, yeah, and they do show. Remember, we had that. I mean, it was never really clear, but they had that time where the vision where it had owl face um, over Bob, and that would indicate Bob is a spirit. 
in, I think, the spirits. Because they're also in a lodge. And it's kind of like this Native American feel. Mm. Yeah, I can see um, that. Um, Maybe that Native American lore <coughs> of an owl yeah. might be uh, an old spirit. So maybe that's what they mean by that. I really kind of gotten away from the fact that the owls are a literal thing. I feel like they're a spiritual thing or they're... They're, you know, they're, that's cool. They're they're not what we assume they are. Right. Yeah. So that's what I. The think. owls are not what they seem. Yes, the owls <laughs> are not what they seem. And I think you take that literally, right? And yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the show. Do, I, I mean, like, when we were talking about like, does Maddie see Bob? I mean, it's mm. it's it really isn't. It's an interpretation. Like, I mean, yeah. you and I could probably. Well, I think. I mean, uh, Twin Peaks fans have been discussing this for twenty five years. Yeah. We've been like, so okay, that's a good mystery. It's a great mystery, and it's something we could talk about, and, and there might be other sh- stuff further down the road that we could say, okay, this seems to indicate it could be this. But, yeah. yeah. But I think that's what David Lynch means, um, which shows with mystery. Right. Because the mystery is he's never going to tell you, but you've got to figure it out on your own. Yeah. And whatever you think is what you think. And I kind of like that. I, I do don't, too. I don't want someone to tell me. I want to just kind of figure it out myself. Totally. And I could be wrong, but I, in this scenario, I don't think anybody's really wrong. It's just what you want yeah. it to be. I would want it to believe that it was Bob that she saw. Cause, and Laura I think it's saw too intense. It's almost like it's it's too painful yeah. to think that otherwise you're, you're all, you, that, that a father would harm a child and that yeah. it would have incest and do all these things. And it's easier to believe, almost as easier to believe the devil would do it than to yeah. think that this is something capable of doing. But yeah. Exactly. Yeah. This isn't a big deal, but the long lady in the script says, um, you must go to the roadhouse. Everything points the way, which to me is not as elegant as the owls are, are in the roadhouse. Yeah. I mean, like, oh, yeah, yeah there's yeah. some kind of mystery in the in the roadhouse, whereas, oh, you got to go to the roadhouse. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a cool shot when the long lady showed up. It, the the camera, she her log just shows up in the left-hand corner. Oh, the, yeah. It's isn't awesome. that cool? Yeah. I like that shot a lot. And I love that, 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 that you know that Cooper and Trumer are out of focus, and it, it, it takes a while to get kind of rack focus. It takes a little while for them to become clear. Yeah, that the focus is all on that log. Yeah, so, yeah, it's, it's, it was a nice shot. It really and it's saw her wedding ring. Yeah, I guess she did. I don't. You don't see that every day, do you? I mean, she she yeah. had her wedding ring on. There's still. a lot of rings on this show. So Cooper she, had a ring, and yeah, he had she he had a ring. And when the giant later on appears, there's a beer glass in front of his hands, but it looks like he's holding on to the ring. I think he's. I think he's kind of seeing. Is it back? Like he's kind of like. Is kind that of what the, he's doing? Because he has like, a ring back. No, he? I don't think he has his ring. Oh, I think he still doesn't have. A ring. I think he's kind of. I think he's kind of like he's connecting with the giant and say. I remember when the giants, you know, was okay. here. So the ring's still I, gone. He, he, I think. Yeah, I think he wants to know. Am I uh, have the, have have we come full circle yet, or are oh, okay. we there? And he does, he's looking for it, but it's, but it's not, not there. there. So yeah. that's why, because the beer glass is in its way, and I'm like, is he trying to? Is he holding on to a ring? Yeah, he's just feeling for it. Feeling but, for it. Okay. Yeah. Um, you got the subplot of uh, Nadine and Ed, and it doesn't really – it's kind of like the same plot we've seen yes. twice. It's really – hasn't moved anywhere. It really hasn't. I mean, I think this only establishes that now uh, Norma knows that Nadine is even more Crazy. out there than yeah. she was before. But, yeah, it doesn't move any. I mean, it's kind of funny. I think it's sweet. I mean, it's funny to see her break the milkshake glass. Yes. the mil- And it also puts that uh, strain on Ed's relationship with uh, 
with Norma because now yeah they're look they they're, it's all about the looks with Ed right he, he just has this uncomfortableness and so does uh, Norma she's just kind of like I, it's almost like she's piecing it all together in front of her yeah and she doesn't know what to do like. And we know that – I think we know that Ed and Norma were together in high school. So it's really strange to go back to high school and be like, oh, you know, like I've got him now and stuff. And it's yep. like, what are you talking about? That was 20 years ago and yep. stuff. But, but yeah. I mean, Nadine and Ed are married and Ed's having an affair with Norma. But Norma, you know, she's – her ex her convict husband's back in town living in the restaurant. <laughs> So she's not, she's no angel either. So, um, I, you know, I I have some notes from some uh, stuff from the beginning of the episode that I just want to quickly mention again about Harold Smith and in the script. So this is unseen twin peaks in the script. Um, it comes out that Harold was a patient of Dr. Jacoby's and stuff like that. I don't know if it's that big important, but it was, I mean, I think it was one of those things where if the mystery had gone on, maybe we would find out why Harold was the way he was and we'd have Jacoby to talk about that. I feel like they always have mm. these stories. They kind of think they're going in the direction and then they side doesn't go and stuff. Yeah. And they talk about that was, uh, did he have agrophobia, which I think is, you know, afraid to go out and stuff or not wanting to go out. And, and you know Truman just thinks he's a nut job and stuff. And, and cause, but yeah. but it's interesting that Cooper and Truman have this discussion. Is like, you know, did he ever go outside and stuff? And that's kind of we were talking about in other episodes. Like, was this an alibi for him? What you know, what did he really go outside and he just yeah, say that? But yeah, but I, now we know he really yeah. didn't go outside. And I still wish I I still feel like there is some kind of connection and and they decided to drop it between this whole mystery of of Twin Peaks because he's you know his hand shaked. I think it was the last episode his hand was trembling and. We might see that again in the future. And I think, I guess the suicide makes sense because he did hurt himself. I mean, yeah, he'd rather take it out on himself before anybody else. And he did take that, sh- the yeah. little uh, garden tool or whatever. Garden tool to his face. Yeah. So. Something. So, yeah, we just, we're still, we still <laughs> got the Nadine stuff. I'm, I'm going to fast forward here. Yeah, we, Nadine, we know what, what's going on with Nadine. And then Mike is back. Yeah, I told you he'd come back. <laughs> surprise, surprise. And he's only back because if we remember back in the beginning, they were in the jail cell talking about some money that Leo had. That's right. right. They had drug money. So they they ran drugs for Leo, and they owed him $10,000. Mm-hmm. And, right, so... I think they realize, well, hey, Leo's got to have some money because he goes, he's never stepped a foot in a bank, but he writes a lot of checks. For a drug dealer, yeah. he, why is he writing checks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Well, I thought he, did he say he writes checks or he hadn't written any checks? I don't know. But he's looking at his checkbook and he's like, oh, maybe he's saying for a guy who has a lot of money, I don't think he's ever stepped into the, a bank, maybe because there's not a lot of checks written. So I think I saw the opposite. But he knows Leo is a drug dealer. He knows that Leo has to have something hidden. Right. Money. But the boots. He gets the boots that he thinks are the new, new shoes. shoes. Yeah. But they're old shoes. <laughs> yeah, they're old shoes. Now, the tape. We've never... They find a tape in the heel. Why would why would Leo keep a tape in a heel? Well, we'll learn more in future episodes. We'll learn that it's a, a Diane tape that Cooper saturated. No, it's, no, it's not. But uh, Diane, if you find this tape on Leo's shoes, that means I need uh, to be rescued. Uh, yes. So, 
I was thinking, is it a Laura Palmer tape? But her tapes are cassettes. This yeah, is a mini right. cassette. Yeah. But the, yeah, well, well, this will come back up. In, it in could future. be a secret Laura tape, though, that he gave Leo. Yeah, I don't think they had that kind of relationship, though. Yeah, that's true. Know. But you could have bought the drugs from him. I don't oh, know. yeah, I definitely think you're right on that. She yeah. definitely, I mean, I. Well, Bobby was the one that supplied the drugs for Laura, and he, Bobby would go to Leo, Leo yeah. to get the drugs. Drugs, yeah. And then we have, you wanna, why don't we bring up some audio? This is Laura Palmer's secret diary. A great deal of it has been mutilated. Much of what I've been able to decipher supports the contention of the one-armed man. There are repeated references to a Bob. He was a threatening presence in her life from early adolescence. There are intimations of abuse and molestation on a regular basis. He is referred to on more than one occasion yeah. well, as a friend of her father's. A friend of her father's. Um, yeah. So, to me, I want to believe just by that dialogue alone that Bob would go into Leland and she would see Bob and not her dad and say, I like I'm, that your, friend, I'm yep. your friend of your father. Mm. And maybe she never saw her father and him in the same room. Yep. Because. Why would anybody say, I'm a friend of your father's, mm-hmm. without, like, her dad wouldn't say, I'm a friend of your father's. Right. But Leland, why would you say that to your own daughter? Yeah. Right? Right. So do you feel, I don't know, I kind of feel that, that dialogue to me would just. I mean, they definitely were, they were structured in this episode to make you think it was Ben. Yeah. Stuff, but, yeah. Uh, because Ben is technically a friend of Leland. Yeah. So you could go that route. Right. But now you know, when you go back, you're like, but that could be. That could be interpreted different ways. Yes. So I interpret. I mean, I, th- it I can. I can even interpret it as not even a, f- a friend in the sense of you and I are friends. I can almost see mm. it as an acquaintance. As yeah, you you know he knew this person, which actually you know we Leland has said that he knew him when he was a child. So yeah, yeah. But Leland doesn't know when he's possessed. Just like one arm Mike is, he, he he just gets possessed and that's it. And maybe when he gets out of it, he doesn't know what just happened. So if Leland gets possessed by Bob, uh, Bob can, you know, have total control. And Leland thinks the last time he saw Bob, or I mean, he saw Bob was when he was a kid. But maybe that's when he became the host. Maybe when he was younger, he saw someone and then he became the host. Or yeah, the it might spirit. be. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, I, and I think yeah. they will revisit that. I, I yeah. do like the way you're what, the direction you're going. Yeah. I mean, this sounds good, and I have theories related to that. And I think, I think, it, yeah, we we should revisit <laughs> yeah, this because it definitely is something. So he mentioned that he mentioned the secret diary of Laura Palmer. I'm going to give you the secret diary of Laura Palmer. The thing is, is like the, the way this episode, the way we structure our show. Yeah, we, I, we probably have already have done uh, talked about the secret diary of Laura Palmer. Yes, but maybe. <laughs> Maybe. So maybe. So I'm giving it to you, even okay. though people have already heard an episode where we talked about yes. the, the 25th anniversary of uh, the Secret Diary That's of Laura Palmer September. by Jennifer. Yes, that was in September. So it's already happened. But if you missed that episode, you, you can go back <laughs> and watch it. But or listen, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're, we're in this like what do we say that the, the uh, we're timey wimey time time paradox or something. Like, we're, we're a timey wimey like Doctor Who in the future. And uh, so here's the, here yeah, it is. All right. I, you don't have to keep it in plastic, but I've wrapped it in plastic. 
She's dead, wrapped in plastic. I, I think this is my first, uh, the original copy and stuff. Oh, uh, I'd be very careful. No, 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 don't worry about it. I ha- I didn't actually put it on Kindle. I have a, because I, I wanted, oh, okay. I wanted us to go and, uh, you know, read it together and then talk about mm. it on another episode, which has already happened. But yes, yes, <laughs> yes. So, uh, so yeah, everybody gets to hear you giving it to me. But you've already heard the episode, probably. I know, and it's like, what is going on here? I know, yeah. <laughs> all right, here you go. Enjoy. Well, thank you, Ben. It's not, it's a, it's not a, it's a, a quick read. read. It's a pretty quick read, I think. It's all, right. all, it is a diary structure, so you could read a, you know, a page or two a night or something. Or... I'm excited. <laughs> page or two a night. I'm going to be reading until the next season starts. Um, I'm excited to read this. and It's disturbing. I mean, now that you kind of know stuff, I mean, you, you I, I, I debated about giving it to you before you found out who killed Laura Palmer. Yeah. But then I'm like, okay, we, why don't we just wait? And like now you know, or now you know, is this Bob or is this Leland or mm. you know, it, it, you you have a better so, sense of it. So now I have like, does it answer anything? Because this came out before season two. Yeah, right. So, so I mean, it I think really it really couldn't, right? Like, and so I think it was. I want to say September fifteenth was when it came out, and uh, wow. it was like, was it the thirtieth or it was around there? So it was probably two weeks before the the, the season premiere and stuff. So, so but I said some people thought. Kind of put it together. They they saw things that to and, them connected, and they were right. And they were right. I and mean, they were saying they thought it was the, her father wow. from, from the book. But all right, I don't so know I'm interested gonna, to read this. I think to me, it just it, it gives no. you a better sense of Laura and the community. I mean, because she's alive, so you you know she's going to actually interact with uh, yeah. people from the town. So there'll be other people. You know, I'm excited to read it. Yeah. And if it's you disturbing, want, you want to listen to us talk about it. Go back a couple episodes. <laughs> Oh, and you'll see it. Yep, too funny. So uh, we're in Ben Horn's office with uh, what I call Mr. T, Ta- Tajamar, or whatever uh, her, his name is. I was correct on one thing. Yes. We find out. I'm going to jump a little ahead in this episode because yeah, yeah. it's not a major thing. Right. It is Kathleen. Yes, it was. Um, I think we revealed that in the last episode. I didn't even want to wait. It's like, that's not a big reveal. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. I mean... Um, so what did you think when they actually basically said that we're going to arrest him? I, I want – I was so biting my tongue. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so right. It is Ben Horn. Oh, my God, I got it. I got it. I'm so proud of myself. That's so funny. And good thing I didn't say anything because I would have been a fool. I would have made myself a fool. But I'm glad I didn't say anything because I thought – I really thought you knew this was like a ruse. I, I, I thought you knew like, oh, they're just they're just setting him up so that we don't – Does he look like an owl? He does. He looks like an owl. He sure. looks like an owl. Um, the eyebrows. Now the lighting in this this scene makes him look evil. Yeah. The, the glass. The, the shadow of his glasses make him look like he has like. Oh yeah. Evil look at brows. That. Yeah. It was just like there's like light coming out of his eyes. Like a he's bit. a villain. Yeah. Like he's an evil villain. Or even when I think about when he was with Audrey talking, there's a fireplace and there's the fire, and he's been he's been in he's been in front of fireplaces before in the pilot and stuff, and it makes you kind of think he's the devil or something. Yeah. 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 Just the lighting and the, the, everything in this scene. I love this that he goes, he tries to escape through his like secret door. door. I'm going to go have a sandwich. <laughs> Who says that? <laughs> it's like, I'm too good for this. How dare you? Uh... Now, an innocent man wouldn't fight. Well, yeah. I mean, I think he's not innocent in the sense that like he, there's plenty of crimes or things that yeah, he's he been involved with. Things, yeah. That, yeah. I mean, you're like. So he's not innocent, but I feel like if he was like. It, he's guilty, so he's fighting because he he knows he's screwed. So I'm thinking, it's him because if he was innocent, he'd be like, arrest me because I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. But he he's panicking, he's kind of panicking, and I'm like, well, it you know, an innocent man wouldn't panic like that. They'd be like, well, you got the wrong guy. 
oh, fight this. Yeah. But this is like, oh, I'm going to go make a sandwich. I'm out of here, right. you know? And so here's where I, 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 you know, here's where I was like, what do you think of this? Like, we have, we're just kind of like seeing the Palmer House with nothing going on but a record uh, at the end, skipping at the end of Yeah, it. and I think, like, I talked about beforehand. Now, they're showing the rug. Like, it's an odd scene. I, I want to say, well, I guess that can't be. I was going to say it would be the point of view of Sarah, but she hasn't even come down the stairs yet. I almost feel like, is that where the blood's going to be? Where Maddie saw the blood? I mean, yeah. it's an odd. Right. It looked like they put the camera on a vacuum cleaner and they brought it back. Like, <laughs> nice. Today's age would be a GoPro, but back then maybe right. they did something and different. They, I mean, back then they always put things on tracks. You know, yep. they would get a track and a dolly track, the fan. Which, seen that fan in the beginning, I think the pilot or in the early Yeah, that fan, it, looking at it makes you feel dizzy. You know, like kind <laughs> right. of throw you off kilter. So this is when they're bringing Leela in, and it's cool because this is where the log lady steps in, and you get that cool shot. Yeah, we'll have to. Well, in a second, we'll have to do some audio. I'd love to hear her that that little dialogue there. And then, uh, while I'm waiting, I think I have enough time. I can say that the, the structure of this was a little different. The, the com, they were the commercial breaks were set up differently than your standard. The breaks every ten to twelve minutes. Act two was shortened, and the final act was longer, so that the, that Lynch had time ah. to uh, kind of really enjoy the la- end. Well, why don't we bring up the audio? We don't know what will happen or when, but there are owls in the roadhouse. Something is happening. Something Margaret. is happening. I mean, I love this or like this kind of like this mood, this feeling. Like yeah. characters don't know what's going on, but they know that something's not right. Yeah, and I mean, next scene, it's kind of give. It's kind of t- this episode's like let's tie up everything before we get to the big reveal. Yeah, let's get the Kathleen out. We got Kathleen. Um, so back to uh Sarah Palmer crawling on the floor, which. I really feel maybe she was injured or hurt or, you know? Yeah. Like, why is she crawling? It makes me feel like... Well, think of it this way. She seems like she's hallucinating. Well, she sees the horse. Right. Which you say is... My interpretation, interpretation. is it could be uh, a pale horse of death. I mean, it's... And, and the it, spotlight's on it, too. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Which the spotlight is on Bob. When they're fighting, that's true. I I think I feel like Lynch likes the spot. Like, like he uses mm. the spotlight even for the red room. I mean, I think he enjoys having like <laughs> he never was in the theater, but I think he likes that idea yeah. of of the stage and you know yeah. highlighting that. So the actress uh, in one of the wrapped in plastic issues talked about how um, she was on the floor for a long time cut between takes of this, and after a while the crew forget it would forget about her and they would like start stepping on her. It's like, I was like I'm a person. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm out of door, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then this is this next part of the show is really cool. I mean, 
you have now the woman singing is she the one who is this that's julie cruz so she she's okay. like the main singer at the roadhouse like she was in she was in i think the pilot where they and had then, the fight that yeah they had the fight. fight and then like i think like the record at jacques renault's cabin that's her okay. singing and yeah and then so james and donna are hanging out at the roadhouse rekindling and, their relationship yes and she's kind of talking also about how she feels bad that Harold died. And she, I think she feels a little guilty that, like, if the, it, you know, if she hadn't meddled, then he might have still been alive. And Yeah. And for some reason, this whole scene, I just keep, because I just heard that. I just heard about this this week, that I didn't know that Jack Nicholson stole her away from David Spade. I don't know if I knew that either. I knew that she they did. was dating David Spade, uh, and they were all getting high and hanging out. And Jack Nicholson literally walked up to her and asked her out in front of him. Wow! And she said yes. That's and messed that up. Was it? But I, I'm not gonna say she's not property. So she, he cannot <laughs> physically steal. Right. You can't physically steal someone from someone. They choose to go with you. So he literally. Asked her out in front of David Spade, and I think they were probably he thought they were an item, and she just left them. And isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Yeah, I know. Now, do you know that during during this during this time period, Kyle MacLachlan was dating her? They were dating Donna. She Donna was dating Kyle MacLachlan. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, this whole issue of like that's where they were gonna have a relationship between Audrey and and Cooper, and it looked like maybe. Maybe there was, you know, uh, they didn't. She didn't like that or so because is uh, that true or is that that a seems rumor? to be a real rumor? I mean, many people have 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 wow, said that and stuff. That's interesting. But Kyle would say that he thought it was just an inappropriate relationship with a teen. I mean, a teenager or, or a high school student. Yeah, and, which I, we've discussed many yes. times. Every episode we have to talk yeah. about it. So what do you? Th- yeah. So this is a long time where they're just eating peanuts and just kind of watching. Cooper is like, if you like. Log lady's going to town. She's to eating the, on the peanuts. peanuts. <laughs> I haven't eaten in a week. These peanuts are making me thirsty. Yeah, I know. Seriously, she she's in the woods. She doesn't eat much. Aww. She gets free peanuts. She goes to town. But Cooper's eyes. He's scanning the room. He's, he's looking for those owls. Yes, he's looking like what are the? Their metaphor. It's the spirits. The spirits will tell him something because right. he's strong receiver. Yeah, and. I love this whole rock back inside my heart that Donna lips it, and they're all having all chummy, and life is good, and we're gonna be all right. Yeah, it's, a, it's almost like that same thing with it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful world. world or, yeah, where it's kind of like everything's gonna be wonderful yeah. and great, and we're gonna be okay. And then like it's the it's the, you know, it's yep. the quiet before the storm. Storm. Yeah. Everyone's bopping around. Interesting that Donna can have a relationship with James. But she won't allow uh, Cooper to have a relationship with anybody. Oh, I know, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Well, uh... <laughs> that's a plot, though. Um, no, I didn't know they were going out. Yep. And, then, and, and you didn't notice the waiter at first, did you? Did you didn't notice that? Uh, nope, that I just was... noticed him now. Yeah. So he was at the bar the entire time. Right, he was hanging out with Bobby. <laughs> now, here's the interesting one with Bobby. Dana, Dana Ashbrook is the actor. He yeah. w- he was not in the script. He was not sc- scheduled to be in this at all he yeah. was just kind of hanging out like he just came to hang out and watch david lynch uh you know film this yeah and david lynch says hey you should get in this shot we'll put you at the bar and stuff and and you know at the end of this episode he kind of like 
he seems sad, and but it's interesting. I think it's a very powerful thing to have him yeah. here to feel like there's something going on. But he wasn't originally supposed to be part of this, and and then we all of a sudden there's a there's a white light that goes on. Cooper, oh yeah, she, uh, yeah, let's do that. All right, it's happening again. It's almost like he's warning him, like, hey, it yeah. is happening again. But. Margaret tells him to go there. But when he says it's happening again, I feel like it's telling Cooper, you gotta go somewhere else. This is not where you should be. Right. Right? Right. And there's my happy Father's Day thing, <laughs> I, I, the picture. Now, I can't hear myself very well in my headset. So oh, I I I, oh, it could have just been this. Oh, I probably yanked it. Yeah, it was so, I still think it's hilarious that for Father's Day, you, you put the image on, on Twitter of, of him smiling, and it's like, this is wrong. This is so disturbing. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's funny. I think it was hilarious. I, and other people, I think, thought it was really funny, too. And it was from uh, Welcome to Twin Peaks' website that they, I think, put the image yeah, together. Yeah, and I didn't know. I know, but I think, that was, I think that's what I loved about it, that you didn't know, yeah. and, and, and other people did. So it's too funny. And his so, hair yeah, isn't he, as white anymore. Huh? That black is coming back. A little bit, yeah. So by now you're like, he's got to be because he's putting on these gloves and. But he's not Leland. He's not himself. That's why I I think he's obviously everything. Everybody knows it's Bob that's in him. So there's a spotlight. The spotlight is on. See, and when she looks, it goes to Bob. Hmm. And and like okay, if she really saw Leland, she probably wouldn't have screamed. She's probably like, oh, what's going on? And then all of a sudden she runs. It's hard to say. I mean, she he's got gloves on and he's run he's kind of like running full speed yeah. at her. So it's hard to say. So you know what's interesting in the in the script, um, all the killing takes place off screen. Like that's how it was written. I don't know if Mark Frost and David Lynch did that because they didn't want ABC to read it yeah. and find out that they were going to do it all on, all screen. on screen. But it was like, uh, you know, the murder happens up maybe upstairs or something, but we don't actually see it. But yeah. And- that spotlight goes away. That's what I was wondering. The spotlight goes away when it's Leland. And the spotlight right. is only there. So and that the, represents the, the horse. The horse has a spotlight. And so does the giant, right? The giant always... I mean, it could yeah. be the symbol of the, uh, of the spirits. Spirit. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I, I, it's, it's the owl is a spirit. So it's just like a bad spirit. And, you know, that he... He's possessed with this demon spirit for some reason. Mm. And do we ever find out more history about Bob? I mean, other from the one-armed man? Yeah, we'll get a little more. Yeah. We will get a little more. I mean, I th- it's always like, do you want more, or is it more of a, a mystery to not know stuff? Yeah. But they, they, we yeah. will get more before uh, they, we're done with Twin Peaks here. But this is so intense. I mean, this is a long scene, and like you're seeing her just constantly getting— The punching. Yeah. I was holding my breath. Like oh. every punch, I'm like, oh. and it's funny because she's on the couch when he's punching her, and behind her shoulder is the picture of Laura. Yeah. So it's like that duality, right? Definitely. There, you know. And so you know, Mark Frost in um in the Twin Peaks behind the scenes book, uh, he has to say we wanted that to be a very violent scene because we were suddenly we we're suddenly seeing the consequences of everything that led up to to it. In a way, you are kind of seeing Laura's death. Yeah. Right, and that's what you're kind of saying in yeah. a way. It's kind of like, yep. you know, maybe, yeah, we wanted to see how did we get here and stuff. And going back to the duality, which we haven't talked about in a long time, the duality of Leland 
I mean, you have one who mourns the loss of his daughter, right. and then all of a sudden possessed, and he's. Someone's saying like we have a good, off. we have a good Leland, and we have an evil Leland. Doctor, Doctor Je- Jack, uh, yeah, Doctor Jekyll, Dr. Mister Hyde. Hyde. Yeah. Man, that is a classic movie. I mean, is that ever an influence? Did they ever mention that that could be an influence? I mean, I think there's essays about that. I think, yeah, I think that yeah. you could definitely see that as an influence. I don't know if they come out and basically say it, but it definitely feels I could that see way. That. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah. So one doesn't know about the other. So I, I, you know. I mean, it, it, yeah. Well, as you watch the whole series, the movie, everything, uh, yeah, it's 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 under interpretation. Like you and I yeah. could go back for twenty, would go do this twenty five yeah, years. Yeah, I haven't and seen say, the rest. Yeah, well, you haven't seen the rest. But even now, you're, if, for what you've seen, is it? Does Leland know what he's doing? Does yeah. not? Does he not? I mean, it's. I mean, yeah. When I was watching this, you know, twenty five years ago, it was questionable. Like, what yep. is going on here? So I really feel she's seeing. From now, I mean, I, I interpret it as it's... But then it shows Leland crying. Mm, and he's then, saying Laura. He's calling her Laura. Yeah, and then Bob is the vicious one. Like, Bob is the one that's like... But then I, he, he's freaking out. Leland says you're going back. To Missoula, See, Montana! And there's the There's, the there's picture. a picture. Uh, and he said that Leland says... So he's talking... About right. Leland in uh, third person. Third person. Yes. So, but the funny he thing is, Bob. but it's funny he wouldn't say Bob says. Isn't that kind of funny? Like mm. Bob says you're going back. He says Leland, Leland says. says because yeah. he's Bob. So he he thinks he's someone else. And then we get the uh, then we get an O put under her fingernail. Now what's the O stand for? Well, I think we've learned that uh, Robertson would be what he was spelling out, or yeah. So Bob, uh, Bob, would be Robert, right? Okay. Robert, yeah, yeah. So I think we have the R, the T, and uh, what else do we have? The R T, R T B. I think we have yeah, the B, B, and now we have the O. All right. Um, let's see. You want to bring up some audio for a second? Yeah. So there he is. He's touching his uh the ring, the, yeah, the ring finger. His finger, ring, yeah. But they have that beer glass in front of it, and I don't know if that was an accident or not. Yeah, it would have been clear. It would have been helpful. You're there, Ben. You're I'm there. here. Okay. You're there. You're there. I don't know why. It could be a loose cord. So, the waiter from the first episode of season two, the, with the milk and everything, like he comes over and he's like, "I'm sorry." Is that what he says? He's like, "I'm sorry." Yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I feel like it's because he knows. So the real question now is like things are happening now. Like Cooper is trying to figure this out, and then we have like everybody around the roadhouse. Roadhouse. I'm sorry. The the yeah, it's a roadhouse. I think. Yeah, it's a roadhouse. But we have we have uh, the log lady kind of just looking around, and we have Donna who's gonna cry. We have Bobby. I think everybody feels it again. I think they feel it. I think they, I don't think they know what happened, but I think they feel, feel like it. I feel I think they feel the loss and I even thought about Donna is like is she crying about Harold? Is she crying about Laura or is it just this or this kind of feeling yeah, of sadness? sadness and they don't know why they're sad, they're just sad. But like, it is he, weird about the waiter, right? What's up with the waiter? Like what is why would he say I'm so sorry? I feel like I I feel like cuz he's a spirit. I don't think he's real. Hmm. I think he might be a spirit. 
mean, he seems to be somehow connected to the giant in some yeah. way, right? Because like the, the, he was he was there uh, he was he was he was there right after right before the giant showed up. Yeah, but. and I kind of feel like when he says I'm so sorry, I feel like it's almost saying you lot someone died again because yeah, right now Cooper and gang think it's Leland. I mean, think it's Ben Horn. Yep. Well, they, they yeah, they, they arrested him. Right. They, it seems like they may have got the man. So I'm guessing in the next two episodes, they figure out it's actually Leland. Maybe. <laughs> so that's interesting right. if they, that, yeah. that gets dragged down. And I like this ending where you're just kind of like, you don't know what Cooper's really feeling, thinking. I even, When I originally watched this, it's like, did he see the murder? Like, is, is this was the stage opened up to him as a TV screen and he saw it? But uh, I don't know. No. Okay. No. Yeah, he just I saw know. the giant. That's all. And he's the only one that saw the giant. And yeah, I think he saw. I think he felt felt it like everybody else. Yeah. He his eyes almost look glossy, like like he's about to cry. I mean, they all look a little bit kind of glossy. Yeah. And um. Yeah, maybe because they're all connected, and he's a strong receiver, like we've been saying. Right, right. He feels it. He feels it. Anyway, it's such, that is such. It was a heavy episode. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just yeah. add one more thing about the script. Just interesting how the, the script ends. So we see the end where Cooper's just kind of thinking to himself and kind of taking it all in and yeah. like, and stuff. So the script ends with uh, with um, Cooper still in that kind of state of where he's shocked and and and, and then. Truman looks at him, and Truman says, Cooper, Cooper. Cooper stares straight ahead, and then Cooper says, he's killed again. <laughs> yeah, we didn't need that. We definitely you did didn't not need, need that. that. I'm so glad that didn't happen. Yeah. Because right now we're left with, I he, he doesn't know. I, at least in the, we don't know if he knows somebody's been killed or yeah. anything. We just left with the giant has said it is happening again and to take that in. So I'm so I'm glad that that didn't happen. I mean, yeah, but it's, it's almost like it's also forcing the yeah. audience, you know. Right. And yeah, the audience knows. Yeah, we don't need we, to We have... know that somebody died. We know <laughs> Maddie's been killed. So Yeah. Wow. What an so, episode. Yeah, it was pre- pretty intense. Huh? Yes. I mean, my favorite, I think it's probably up there as my favorite episode of the whole series. Yeah, it really else. is uh, really well done. And I'm going to miss David Lynch directing. I know. It's going to be a, a long time. <laughs> it's going to be a long time before we see him again. It's yeah, too bad and stuff. Yep. But we'll, we'll, I'm interested to see how this season goes. Yeah. I mean, I know how it goes from a lot of fans. Right. The community on, on Twitter, I see a lot of interesting things yeah so. i still think there's some like little gems in every episode just about i think there's probably one that is like unbearable but for the most part every <laughs> every episode has something that i can enjoy and i can take away and, and yeah so there's still something now here's a thought food for thought then before we end the show what if you felt what if the, this show ended this way yeah wouldn't this feel like a great i granted i haven't seen the next two episodes but right. to me it almost feels like an ending. Yeah, I see that too. I totally can feel that way. Kathleen's that back, right? Um, you know that Leo and those guys. Yeah, I don't know, but it feels like an ending. I mean, to the show, most I mean, things. it's almost like the town could just continue. They're always going to yeah. be, they're always going to be trouble and and issues to deal with. But right, it, yeah. the, the you know we the reveal has been done, and yeah, in a way, it could, you're right. It could have just ended right there. It could end there, right? That. They got the wrong guy. He killed again. And you did say that David Lynch 
almost you know he didn't want to reveal the killer right but maybe not to the audience maybe to cooper cooper would never figure it out yeah because they st- at this point they don't know who it is they think they got but you know Right, like, totally. You know, but I do think that, like, man, if if Lynch had had his way, and we never would have found out, we never would have got this great episode. Like, that's true. it would have been like, it's like, it's like, oh, uh, maybe the third third season will 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 reveal the killer. And it's like, as much as I can't stand the, the corporation of you know ABC, I am really happy in some ways that this mm. happened because we did get to see this. Like, we got to. I mean, this is like, yeah, really good. Yeah, so, yeah. I had, I had one little thing to add. That I think I mentioned in the last episode that like you were saying, oh, Maddie's coming back, right? Sometimes <laughs> I think, right? I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, Maddie might. Oh, she, she's gonna go she, home she and then she'll come back. She just she doesn't come back. But you know, what Lynch had said it's like, oh, you know, it seems like the in season three we'll make you a redhead and you'll come back as another family member or something oh, like that. Oh no! <laughs> so you know, <laughs> now, this is twenty five years ago. We're not talking about present, yeah, and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. But twenty five years. I mean, he was really, I think, kind of just saying we'll always find a place for you oh, or something. Oh, okay. I, I was going the I, new I, series. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm talking 25 years ago when she was killed off. He was kind of like, ah, you know, I'm sure we can find a way to bring you back or something. Okay. But, well, there's always a way to find, to bring someone back. An yeah. actor to play someone else. So, so I, uh, how are we going to end this episode? I think we're going to end it with just a little bit of audio from the re- of us watching it. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, so we'll hold off on like uh, the sheriff hotline, yeah, and maybe we'll start the next episode with like opening it with it. It's a recap to this episode, and maybe we'll do two messages: yeah. one at the beginning and one at the end uh, next time. It sounds good. So we'll leave you with um, us kind of watching the show <laughs> and my reaction to when it happens. Awesome and. I'm excited. I'm so glad. This is our first time ever, like, sitting here. I, I, I'd like to, I'd like to, so we have some time, but I think the last episode, I'd love to do this again with you, like, to the very last Twin Peaks episode, if we could watch it together again and then yes. comment and stuff would be cool. That'd be yeah. cool. I yeah. like it. It was, it was fun, and now I feel free. Yes. I feel like I could go online <laughs> without protecting myself. I still blind. worry that you're going to find out information about the last episode, but you should feel free. You know, you know. Yeah, I mean, even, at, like... Do you really think anybody? I mean, that's a big spoiler. What happens at the last episode? Yeah, it's a pretty big spoiler. It cha- it's a, it's something that's made us w- really want more Twin Peaks for twenty five years. It's really, something that we've had debates about and discussions about. And okay. Yeah, it's, I it's, won't it's, look it's, into you, that then. Yeah, well, you don't know what it is. So maybe, <laughs> I won't even I know. know. I don't know, right? Oh, cool. Man. Well, so yeah, write to us at Twin Peaks Unwrapped at gmail.com right and we're on twitter at uh twin peaks unwrapped yeah and like us on facebook uh twin peaks unwrapped uh on facebook and, and yeah anything we missed on this episode please let us know yeah we're always gonna miss something right yeah. but i mean this i i feel like i feel Thoughts, like we missed theories like yeah, I, oh i'd love to hear the theories yeah, and stuff yeah. the theories are really cool and, or even you know the first time you watched it what did you think about it who who, who did you think killed laura palmer that's what think, i want to hear yeah, yeah i would love to hear other people who i'm trying to think i wish i mean 25 years ago was a long time i'm trying to think who i thought killed laura palmer yeah i'm how, trying to who? think gosh gosh i don't think i thought it was leland 
I wonder if I I probably thought it was Harold or Ben. I probably did. It's it's so long ago. Yeah. I I have trouble these days remembering yesterday. <laughs> so I'm trying to think. It definitely I definitely don't think I thought it was Leland. I think I was I was very shocked by that. But. I think a lot of people were. That does throw right. you for a loop. One of these I feel like one of these episodes maybe the you know next couple of episodes I want to do something where you have like a sound bite of of different people saying they either thought it was Leland or I think there's one there's one talk show where the uh, the host asked uh, Ray Wise, who plays Leland, are you the killer? And he kind of laughs it off. So I don't know. I have to see yeah. if I can add, put something together. I think it'd be kind of fun. But uh, nice, yeah, nice. yeah. And you can also find, uh, you know, you know, we can download us at uh, through iTunes. Yes, we'd love it if you could write a review and review I, us. It, yeah, review us. And, and the great thing about that is too is that like if you like this show, other people are gonna get to learn about the show and yep. maybe they'll want to be uh, into it and stuff. That'd be cool. Yeah, share share with the community and um, yeah. And we, we're also of course you know we can find us on Twin Peak at uh, Twin Peaks unwrapped.com that you can find all our episodes there as well yes everything's up there um do we miss anything i think we should we did it all that's it ben that's it so we're gonna leave you great episode yeah uh thank you again it was awesome i had i had a blast today cool but we'll leave you with my my reaction and we'll be back next week They get in a bar. <laughs> we're drink- I know. We're I drinking age 18 then, though? I, I think know. drinking age was 18. Is it maybe in Washington, maybe? But back maybe. then, it could have been. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Can't tell if they're even drinking soda or... It looks it's like Coke. Fault. Yeah. He was a sick man. I think he was hurt inside in a way I couldn't figure out. Everybody's hurt inside. Suspicious.
No. He's not the killer. <laughs> Leland's not the killer. Is Leland the killer? <laughs> Is, Is that who you thought? <laughs> no. No. I mean, it explains some clues, but. Does she see Bob or Leland? I'm not sure. Disturbing. Very disturbing. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 